back to Piss Jug, everybody. Episode three. We've made it another week. We've been through some more bullshit, and we're here to talk about it. I'm joined with Brother Brown, and I'm joined by Hobbs. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, Juggernauts? You guys... <laughs> I am going to get a Juggernaut uh, made of piss made for us. I'm going to get an artist rendition made. We need to have two teams, the Pissers and the Juggernauts. <laughs> Or is it? Or is it then like when you when you've been a pisser for long enough, you evolve into a pisser, a pisser not juggernaut. <laughs> juggernaut made of piss. Can, can we see? Oh, I don't know. I guess. I don't know oh, about oh. that. I just bumped the mic level up for everybody, wondering why the awkward silence was there. Hopefully, we're all uh, talking at equal level now. Now, it's episode three. Give us a break. But you know what? The last episode, it's worth denoting, we did that at like 1 o'clock in the morning after a UFC fight. Like that, you know. Like engagement party. During, there was a lot of stuff going on that night. a lot going on. And since the last time that we all talked. Um, We've made another podcast called Shit Bucket. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Shit Bucket is actually in. the new thing. But no, since the last time we did the podcast, a bunch of crazy stuff happened in the world in literally the course of a week. But in between all that, we had a new movie. Ooh. Dun, dun. A good one. Dun, dun. Dun. We had a new movie come dun, out. Dun. Friday. Uh, that's, Brother Brown, tell, tell the people what, what we got down on for this week. Uh, it was called Prey. And it was supposed to be, I guess, an origin or maybe even just a different part of the world's version of their Predator experience. So and it's called Prey. It was a feral Predator Yes. That's what, they, that's what that kind of predator is, is called. Evidently. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that they invented new lore. So, yeah, we're talking about an installment in the Predator franchise, folks, uh, a prequel. And we shit all over She-Hulk last week. Mm. So it felt appropriate to mention something that's good that uh, we all, you know, we're still going to pick it apart a little bit. But, you know, we all, we all watched. It was pretty good. Uh, g- give me your thoughts. Give me your feedback. I need a little room to pray. I would say the first 45 minutes, I was unconvinced. I was underwhelmed. And then as soon as the bear scene happened, there's a scene with a bear that happens. Yeah, man. Then I was fully in. I was like, yeah, this is cool. It's like the first half is just cool dialogue and some, some okay shots. But then the action really kicks off 45 minutes in. And it doesn't really stop until the end. No, and I but appreciated they, that. They did a good job on all the animals in that movie. They did. He Hulk Hogan that with the full press above the head. Hulk Hogan yeah. the bear. I don't want to give too much away. No, but you're. But I mean, I'm he did Hulk Hogan the bear. <laughs> that was that was crazy. That was that was. Or, or Lex Luger to- torture rack. It could yeah, be more. Could, I, was, I was thinking kind of a torture rack almost. Yeah. Old Lex Luger. It was. It was impressive. Uh, the face paint, uh, Comanche Indians, all that was was really well done. That was cool. Uh, now I'm gonna jump a little bit into my critique. I saw a single leg takedown shooting into a darsh choke in that movie, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I believe the Comanches are super badass. I don't think they were locking in the darsh choke. <laughs> probably, probably not. <laughs> I don't. I think someone in the fight choreography department was like, you know what? 
this is for Hulu. This is I'm getting paid a lot of money. He wanted to flex. <laughs> we're gonna flex. They were the, they were the Brazilian Comanches. Yeah, yeah that's maybe. right. They were the 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 Gracie the Gracie Comanches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the that aside, you know, I thought it went a little long. I thought they could have ended the movie 20 minutes earlier, and it would have been a near perfect yeah. film. Hmm. You wouldn't have had those action scenes in it, though. Well, so here's the thing. I'm going to pick it apart a little. So what they're telling me, what they're telling me, what they're telling me is Arnold Schwarzenegger with guns, grenades, being a, I guess, in his pre-kindergarten cop phase, but he was still badass. He fought the Predator to a stalemate where the Predator launches a nuclear weapon off the forearm. So you're telling me that a Comanche warrior in training... Arnold didn't have that mud pit. The mud pit. That's really what did him in. So wait, you know, are we, are we giving we, up spoilers here, or are we, are we giving up... I, I Who think gives a I, shit? I, I'll put it in the uh, episode description for people, like spoiler alerts ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, but yeah, no, like you do bring up a good point with the mud pit and the natural terrain, but I'm just saying if Arnold fought to a stalemate... It is, yeah. It's a tough sell that someone who couldn't shoot a bow and arrow to kill a grizzly bear but is all of a sudden taking the head. It's the, <laughs> it's the way that she killed him, though. Like, she used his own weapon against him, right? Which was uh, cool. That which was, was cool, cool writing. It, totally. I'm just saying the, the, the plausibility of a, like, timeline of evolution. Like, we got no action montage. There was no mm. montage song. We saw no scenes of progress of her gaining these skills. It just happened. There was a quick, yeah. a quick montage of her throwing the axe with, the, with the rope on it, back and forth. But we, but we didn't get the. Yeah, we didn't get a. Yeah, we didn't get anything like that. The music. How did you feel about the music? I thought that was, like they used kind of like a western kind of sound, and, and I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know. I like the impact noise they cho- they chose to use. The, it's just like one note kind of mm. thing. That's really impactful. Yeah. I thought uh, they did enough to do, uh, I don't know, they did enough, but I will say this. If I were, I'm only partially Native American, not even enough to even justifiably bring that up on a podcast, but if I were full-blooded and I were watching like a movie depiction of my tribe and I heard these really like definitely like Western and almost like European sounding like melodic violin things, I'd be like, what the shit is this? This sounds nothing like the music of my people at all. Do your beatbox beatbox predator again. A beatbox predator. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Yeah, I wish it would have had that. It's just you doing that. The what vocal did, take. Speaking of weird noises, what did y'all think of that one European guy who just seemed like a German bloated Conor McGregor just raging on meth? Yeah, stabbing her inside the cage. <laughs> it's like, calm down, dude. The fat guy? The fat one? Yeah, yeah. the fat guy. Yeah. Fat Conor McGregor. He was like a fat Conor. <laughs> we found the guy from Truitts. Yeah. <laughs> They've told him to take off his punter shirt for one second and put on this burlap sack, and you got yourself a roll, bud. <laughs> yeah, that that guy was a bit much. I was glad when uh, when he met his end. Uh, did you guys notice that they didn't violate a very standard horror movie trope? What what was that? Uh, the the dog made it the whole movie. Oh, I was super happy that the dog didn't yeah. die. 
Me too. I'm, I'm Me too. I, I, thought I thought that he was, was a goner. Well played. I thought he was a goner a few times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like very worried, very worried about the dog. Now that we've talked some some good, I'm ready to talk some shit. Okay. Mm. Now here's the deal. I'm not going to shit on Prey too much because uh, legit, I think we could all agree that was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to shit on because it's time. I got to shit on Stranger Things. And there's a reason why it relates to Predator. Okay. So while I was doing my homework on Predator, I was looking on just like search engines and I was also checking out a little bit of stuff on social media because Predator was doing ads. And while I was searching on Facebook, I came across a boosted post. It was from uh, Stranger Things groups. And this was like clearly a planted post where they were like, in the original Predator movie, Arnold's partner that's like super badass and MIA, his last name is Hopper and his first initial is J. And they allude to the fact that Jim Hopper from Stranger Things is supposed to have been Arnold Schwarzenegger's partner that was MIA in Predator, which is, you want to talk about standing on the shoulders of giants? Despicable. <laughs> despicable. It's a great word for Fucking it. despicable. So did you dig even further into the theory? Was that supposed to be the next rendition of Hopper? Was that eventually he went and joined Arnold in the woods to fight Predator? Or this was post in, tra- in Stranger Things? Uh, in Stranger Things, you're seeing him after he's departed. After? Oh, yeah. come on. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> he like, fell from grace so hard if that's no the case. No one can see me, but I'm just shaking like my county. head. Shaking <laughs> my head so bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sorry. There's certain people you can and cannot sell on being an action star. And uh, the guy that plays Jim Hopper, he more so seems like a divorced dad that's trying to bridge the gap and make it okay. Which works Mm -hmm. great for Stranger Things, like... (laughs) 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 But not for Predator. No. No, no, it doesn't. Um, My glory days are behind me, Connie. (laughs) I forgot what her fucking name is. No, de- it it definitely. So when I came across that doing predator research, I did go back and look some stuff up on the first. Uh, how recently have y'all seen the original Predator movies? I almost wanted to watch the older ones after I watched Prey, but I figured that would be a long night if I did that. But eventually, I need to go back and watch them. I actually watched it's a, it's Predator like like every once in a while. Like it's it's probably like an annual movie for me. <laughs> Wow. Okay. It's a great movie. It's like I think one of the first major motion pictures that uses uh, infrared. It's a good one. It's like the main camera view for parts of the movie. But the reason I mention all this to you guys is uh, everyone always remembers Predator. Great movie. Solid. Groundbreaking. How well do you remember Predator Two? Is it called Predators? I know, it's just called Predator 2. Okay, there was something else that came up I after... Called I was, Predators. Okay, is that, that not part of the saga? Different got it. director. Okay, got it. And, uh, Probably not good. It, it's different. It's different. I saw that too. Okay. I, I did my back homework. I'd seen all these movies, but I didn't like cram them before, the, before Prey came out. I just coincidentally had seen most of them. Okay. But I did revisit Predator 2, and holy shit, I think the only movie that I know of that's directly more violent than that is probably RoboCop. RoboCop. Predator. uh, Go watch the original RoboCop, and when you think about other movies of that time, 
and you compare the violence level that's in that movie, it yeah. is like 90% more intense than everything else that was out. Love that it. was one of the moments I remember where like my family rented it and we were all going to watch it because it was supposed to be this cool movie. And they were like, well, we're going to turn this off. You're not, you're not old <laughs> enough to watch this yet. And I wasn't able to finish the movie. Yeah, Murphy <laughs> gets his hand blown off by Red from that 70s show like 10 minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The gore level. So they turned the gore level up even further on Predator 2. Yes. Wow. Oh, there's like... I mean, one, there's a scene where Predator takes out an entire, like, narco penthouse of, like, drug lords, and there's, like, a famous porn star that's in the scene, and she's totally naked, and the Predator comes in, and she's the only one that, she, that like, survives, and not only does he kill everyone, he, like, skins them, and, like, it gets, I mean, it's, it's a bit much, and I think you've also got Bill, I think Bill Paxton is in that movie. Hmm. Interesting. And, and he's got like a very coked up vibe the whole time. Danny Glover is the main cop in Predator 2. Oh, I got to go back and watch this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And Danny Glover makes it onto the Predator spaceship. Like he actually gets on the ship. And you know that dancing gif we have on uh, Baked Beats of all the Predators? That set piece is from Predator 2. That's where they are in that uh, gif. That's the Predator ship. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I thought you meant that scene was actually in the movie. I no, was like, no, what no. in the That's L? just like all the Predators that were in that movie. Like, that's okay. like B-roll. Pods, have you, are you brushed up on Predator 2? No, I, I definitely have seen it, I recall, but like, it's been a long time. Predator 1 is just like one of those movies that I throw on, though, like I said, like all the time. But it's really more of like a throw it on before I go to bed kind of thing, you know? I'm a, I'm a yeah. movie before bed kind of person. Interesting. Yeah. Predator Predator 1 to me is uh like a classic and to me Predator 2 is a movie I can't believe they let it get made <laughs> because like if you were to like by modern standards even it's almost too violent to put out. And I'm not talking about just like bullets and bodies, people getting cut up. It's just how stuff is presented. Yeah, the the details very gory, I'm sure. You can yeah. see that. Yeah. But they did, uh, you are right about Predators, so let's get into that a little bit. Predators, they did a different take where they took a bunch of A-list actors for one movie. Like, I mean a lot. I'm talking Adrian Brody. Uh, what's his name, Uncle Baby Billy? Uh, Walter, Walter, Walter Goggins. Uh, Walter Goggins. Yeah. Yeah, he was in it. Um, there was that the guy's hilarious. Really, <laughs> he really is. The guy that played Spider-Man was in it. Uh, Topher Grace. Oh yeah, Topher. Tob okay. Toby no, Maguire. Not, my bad. My bad. Not Toby Maguire. Topher Grace from that '70s oh, show. Right, Sorry, right, I yeah, yeah. I mix them up all the time. Uh, but anyways, the the concept in that movie is a bunch of humans get dropped on a planet that they're not from, and they have no idea how they got there and no idea what they have in common. And over the course of the plot, it becomes evident that in some way they are all killers, and they are not. And a couple of them try to like deny it. And the one that tries to deny it ends up being a serial killer. And, and like this is predators? predators face that's it's predators. Okay. Yeah. So who who arranged for them all to be dropped off here? The predators. Okay. Because it's a hunting exercise. Gotcha. They want to see if they can take on different types of killers from planet Earth. Interesting. That sounds pretty cool. It's not bad if I'm being honest. It's definitely a departure. Man, what was the name of that movie with John Cusack where he has to deal with all of his serial killer personalities? Oh, yeah, that's the one in the hotel. Yes. What was it called, Vacancy? No, I think it was uh, called Vacancy, right? 
there's vacancy, but uh, Hobbs is also right. Uh, Cusack's in another movie called 1300 about a hotel room where he has to face like, oh, oh my, my God. God. How many movies did Cusack yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> he is. He the one is, I'm talking about has like Ray Liotta, Amanda Peet. That's vacancy. Gotcha. Okay. And that's back. I don't know, like vacancy. There's only a couple movies where John Cusack and, and don't get me wrong. I like John Cusack, but he is like a very tall beta male in terms of his overall presence. So there's only a handful of movies you can put him in in some kind of action or suspense role, and yeah. it works. Uh, he was in Con Air, and they tried to sell him as a legitimate action person in that he movie. He is in Con Air. Plays <laughs> an FBI man. agent. <laughs> yeah, man. I saw Pig pretty recently with Nick Cage. I hadn't seen that. It's pretty good. Pig? Pig, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a wilderness guy. He used to be a five-star chef, and someone steals his truffle pig, and he has to go get it back. Ooh. It's it's not like the best, but it's it's better Nick, than what I thought it was going to be. It's Nick Cage on a tear doing a string of movies. He's been doing like a, a bunch of movies every year now, uh, and I haven't seen that one. There's a, I haven't seen anything since like Mandy, which I know probably would like piss people off, but uh, I don't I don't care, man. I mean, Nick Cage does a lot of movies. I can't keep up with all. He does. He does a lot of films. Man works a lot. Yeah. He's a workaholic. Yeah, but okay. So pivoting back, I gotta ask you guys this. I, I told you about Predators, and both of you go check that out. Tell me what you think later. We can talk about it on the pod later. Did either of you see the flaming train wreck that is Alien vs Predator? I did not. No, passed Ooh. on that one. No, I haven't seen. I don't think That's I've the- seen any of the versus movies. I think there, there's a few of those, right? Yes, yes, I've seen them all. Unfortunately. <laughs> What are the other ones? There's Alien, there's, there's Alien vs. Predator, there's Alien vs. Predator Requiem. What the fuck? Heard of that yeah, one, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Requiem for a Predator. Alien vs. Predator Requiem really bummed me out, because, like, Narcos had just ended. And do you remember, like, the white cop in uh, Columbia that's in the first couple seasons? His name was, like, Steve or something. He was yes. the protagonist. Yes. So he's an Alien vs. Predator Requiem. And uh, it's not good, so it bummed me out. Because when I saw that movie, I was like, "Ah, his career is gonna, he's gonna slow down after this movie coming out." <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to dig himself out of this hole. And I was right. It's not good. Well, uh, Alien vs Predator is a different kind of. It, it kind of feels like a video game. Like it's one of those movies that when you watch it, you like wait for the prompt on screen telling you what buttons to push as action <laughs> scenes are happening. Yeah. <laughs> God. Not too good. I went ahead and glad upgraded had, my Hulu. Had. Got the uh, no oh, commercials, sweet. which is nice. I don't know if you hey. guys. You guys upgrade your Hulu? No, no. no I uh, right now, um, one, it's it's the recession. So I'm I'm watching more ads so that uh, you know I can be informed of what to buy during the recession to get us out nice. of the recession. Nice. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just kidding. I'm just broke and can't afford it. <laughs> Um, but I do get like a weird mix of political ads and then whatever yeah. my most recent phone call conversations were. Those are my ads. <laughs> on YouTube or on Hulu? Um, anywhere. Dang. It's yeah. Surveillance capitalism is very real. I got to tell you, it's been nice with no commercials. Uh, I've been messing around with, with, uh, a little bit more Hulu shows lately just because of the no commercial thing lately. Uh, I don't yeah, know if you guys that. ever watched the uh, 
This one's hilarious. The Hotel Hell. Oops. With, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the chef, the famous chef, um, the British chef. What's his name? Give me the, give me the name. <laughs> the British about chef. Gordon Ramsay. Sorry Gordon about that. Someone Ramsay. just tried to face. Okay. Yeah. Someone just tried to FaceTime me, so I may have to edit the noise out. Let's start in three, two, one. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, so <laughs> Gordon Ramsay uh, on Hotel Hell, he's basically, it's kind of like those shows where a guy goes and tries to help a, a struggling business. And shit you not, Gordon Ramsay shows his ass literally in every episode so far. It's funny. Every time he goes to take a shower, <laughs> they got to get a shot of his ass. Oh, and you were then, being literal about no, showing his no, ass. No, okay. like, yeah, quite literally, he shows his <laughs> actual ass. Each time he goes well, to take a shower. Gotta show them cheeks. Fucking hilarious. He's, he's showing off the cheeks. And then uh, also I've noticed so far that every episode that I've watched, I've gone back and looked at the hotel, and the hotels are all permanently closed. <laughs> so you, you do know so it was far. during that phase uh, he got busted. Well, first of all, what do you know about him getting busted cheating on his wife? What do you I didn't know, know about, about that. that. I didn't know about it's not. It's not just the what, because that's whatever. Someone gets busted cheating on their wife. Like in the celebrity world, that's not groundbreaking news. But it's the. It's the what. It's the how. And the who. And it's the how and the what was happening. He got busted in public, uh, going from a hotel to like a drugstore, uh, in the UK to buy amyl nitrates and then go back to the hotel. What does that do? It's, it's a be form of a muscle right? relaxer people can do <laughs> for their asses so that oh, anal sex no. can become easier. Oh, oh yeah. Like so, poppers. Yeah, so make of that what you will Jeez. and just understand that while he's on these shows yelling at people, he's probably yelling while the camera's rolling. The camera turns off. He walks off screen. He hits a bump. He goes on his Tinder or whatever it is that he's doing, and it, it, I think he goes on the, a night on the town. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Dreadful. Yeah. Is this frozen? Is it? Damn. You cook this in half? It, but no. It, that's kind of the, the theme, though, with a lot of those shows. If you go look up most of the restaurants and hotels from any of those kinds of places, they're all out of business. Yeah, yeah. That's, was, that's funny as fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching and uh I'm I'm hoping for more angles, more shots of, of his ass and uh hopefully <laughs> I wanna see one of these businesses succeed. I I'm hoping. I don't know. Gordon's cheekies. Yeah. Cheeky yeah, and it's all it's it's really season dependent because I think depending on what year that episode was that you were watching he was probably juggling two to three other contractual obligations. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't know. I'm going to read you the list real quick because uh, I'll, I'll grab my phone. Do you know how many shows the guy has? Oh my Let's God. see if I can it's name them. Like ten. <laughs> Kitchen Nightmares, Iron Chef, Hotel Hell. I'm I'm hearing about this just now. Those Wait, are, hold those on. Are the hold only on. three I know. I think. So start start again. Do it again. Kitchen Nightmares, mm -hmm. Iron Chef. He's no. He's not Iron Chef. No. Oh, yeah, I didn't it's, know that. it's uh He's Master Chef. Master, Master Chef, Chef, sorry. Yeah, right. And okay. also Master Chef Junior, which you can you can call that one. Yep. Okay, so you ready? You ready for the rest of them? He's just cussing at kids. Something You've got hell something. There's another hell. Next level Next level Chef. Gordon Ramsay Uncharted. 
Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, which is different than Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen it's nightmares. a different production. Gringo, Gino, Gordon, and Fred's Road Trip. That is a really long working title. Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back. Also a very verbose title. Hotel Hell. The F Word. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's Future Food Stars. Ramsay's Boiling Point. Ramsay's Best Restaurant. Hold on, hold on. Gordon Ramsay's Bank Balance. How? Are you what? still Gordon? Gordon Ramsay's Great Escape. Gordon Ramsay's Ultimate Cookery Course. Gordon Ramsay's Costa del Nightmares. Gordon Ramsay's Home Cooking. Gordon Ramsay's Road Trip. And yeah, I saved the best for last. Gordon Ramsay on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like at any given point, you're seeing him on Hotel Hell or whatever. It is very likely he's ending one thing and going straight to the next. I didn't know that guy was spreading himself so thin. I mean, and I left out like five or six. No wonder he's always uptight. Yeah, I was thinking there's got to be a couple more. There's there's a title or two in there that I that I recognize from Hulu that I didn't hear you say. Yeah, he's like I, the only reason I quit going is because it kept saying like load more, and I'd already done that twice. <laughs> so <laughs> after the second load more, I was like, you know what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> load more. Yeah, but. I'll be honest, I watched a shitload of all those cooking shows, man. Like, all of them. Beat Bobby Flay, all the Robert Irvine, Restaurant Impossible. Uh, more lately, I've been a, I've been into Taffy Daddy, John Taffer. Been watching Bar Rescue. Bar Rescue. That guy's eyes are going to pop out of his head someday. <laughs> You're going to kill somebody! <laughs> Shut it down! in the kitchen! Shut it down! Shut it down now! Shut it down now! <laughs> That's a good taffy you got. I've watched it a lot. <laughs> I bet I bet if Hobbs watched it a lot, he could get it too. I'm convinced he could. How much Bar Rescue have you watched? Only a few episodes with you at, at uh, your crib over there. Dude, the uh, one of my favorite ones ever, and I know that I've shown this one. <laughs> I've shown this one to Brother Brown uh, when he's been here. Like, obviously, like, those shows are reality TV where they script a whole bunch, right? Yeah. Occasionally, they encounter someone that they, like, convey an idea to, and it seems like they get it, so they just roll with it, and then they hit record, and it gets out of control. Like, there's a <laughs> couple instances of that happening where, like, it's genuinely amazing because you can tell that, like, the production is just jaw drop. They don't know what to do. And there's one episode of Bar Rescue where he has people working there that run like a BDSM night when he's not there. So they put in hidden cameras and there's like people being whipped on crosses and shit. So uh, they like... At like a sports bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, so they show him videos of this outside and he's getting really pissed. And like, they're like, we need you to go in there and assert yourself, you know, really show him that you're pissed off. And, you know, I'm sure by John Taffer's metric, he's imagining the guy like going inside and yelling. This particular guy is like jacked. He's pr he's not tall, but his shoulders are broad. You could tell he played football. He goes inside and starts yelling, but he picks up the cross that people are being whipped on and just starts throwing this shit. <laughs> and it's like the size of a dinner table. So imagine someone going in an establishment and picking up something table size and being like, "Get this shit out of here!" And like he loses it, and everyone just watches like mouth agape, like, "Uh." 
stuck and covered. It's metal. Yeah. So, you know. Well, you, the director obviously antagonized it. If you don't sure. walk up to a jacked man and be like, hey, go in there and assert yourself. He's like, brother, I've been waiting my whole damn life. And then he goes in there and just wreaks havoc. <laughs> What's great is by the end of the episode, he like really starts feeling himself and he's dressed like a cheap pimp by the end of the episode. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. I love any any uh, progression where the clothes get more ridiculous as the, as the show or movie goes on or... So just something where something gets more ridiculous. A good example of something for me would be Kingpin when Bill Murray's hair just gets more and more ridiculous as the movie goes on. <laughs> His hair yes. starts flailing all over. <laughs> by the end of the movie, it's like barely hanging on by a thread. <laughs> there was a, there was one. I remember I watched like a Restaurant Impossible one time where there was a lady that was like a total space cadet. <clears throat> And by the time like the episode was over, her outfits got wilder and wilder. So at the end, when it's like the celebration party, she like dressed for the wrong event, but it was clearly like celebration clothing. And she was kind of had to be high on pills. So she was like in a catatonic state and really loud clothes. And they're like, what do you think about it? And she's like, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Just being like high as shit. And like full leopard print. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> loudest clothes. Yeah. Like uh, Susie from Curb. Yeah. She probably has the, my like what Hobbs was explaining, like as as the seasons go along, her outfits get more and more ridiculous. I think I that love it. who picks those awards on Curb Your Enthusiasm, that, that's who we're talking about. We're talking about Susie from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, the outfits for her, they deserve their own award. Yeah. That Legit. wardrobe, whoever picks those out. <laughs> Hobbs, have you done the, the Curb Your Enthu- uh, Enthusiasm journey? Um, I've, that's one of those shows that I want to dive into so hard because I've seen a few episodes with you and like, I've laughed hysterically every time, but I haven't gone in because it's just, you know, like there's a lot of seasons, there's a lot of episodes and it's kind of a daunting task to sometimes want to, like, I want to watch every part of it. The good thing about it is you kind of can hop in wherever. Yeah. Cause there's not like that much interrelated canon between seasons at all. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. And he can- and he kind of got warmed up with Seinfeld to where there is no part of it that's the meat and potatoes, quote-unquote, of the of the series. It's like he's good and warmed up. So yeah. starting from season one, episode one, he's on fire. So okay. there's really like – there's a lot of shows, though. Like Sonny, it took a while for that to get going where that was yeah. like hilarious consistently. Seinfeld took a while for that to get going. So that one's kind of – it stands alone as like the – the fire. Speaking of, thank you for, for – for, you just helped the segue, man. What about the rehearsal? Oh, man. <laughs> I still need oh, to see man. this. I still need to see it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, well, we're not going to ruin it for Hobbs, but basically Nathan Fielder also is on fire right now. Uh, that first episode. I got to say, that's the best one that I've seen so far out of the season. Just because the him playing house bit is just like, what the fuck is going on? But the first episode, man. The attention to detail he has. By the way, if you if you look on Google and type in Nathan Fielder, the first thing that pops up is, is Nathan Fielder autistic? <laughs> because of like how attentive he is, and like it's just a popular. It's the most popular question about that actor, which is pretty weird and and hysterical. But 
I just thought that was funny. I just went on Google and typed that in. That's the first question that pops up. The thing, another thing that pops up when you Google him is you can still get the link for Summit Ice. For the soft shells? Yeah, those the are jackets? still for sale. Oh, yeah. man, that's sick. Yeah, so Hobbs, do you know about this? No, I do not. So Nathan Fielder... Uh, Nathan Fielder's Jewish, and one thing that he did a episode on on his other show, Nathan for You, when it was on Comedy Central, um, he had he had this bit where he was always wearing this uh, one type of jacket in most Tyga. of his videos. Yeah, a Tyga jacket. It's an outdoor brand that's like really nice, uh, expensive shit. But uh, their CEO and founder was like a Holocaust denier. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So, I totally do know about this. Yeah, and he made this, the jacket. Summit Ice. Yeah, so you can still yeah. buy them. So were, Didn't you say were you the pictures of celebrities? One of those? I had a student. Yeah, I used to have a private student that had a Summit Ice jacket. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So do you think the photos that he put up of the celebrities wearing it was was real? or did Yeah, he... it's real. Okay. It's real. So people are just that big of a fan. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Summit Ice, man. Diarrhea Times, too. We have a couple of those issues of that newspaper. Remember when yeah. they put them up all over Atlanta? Yeah, we do. Yeah, man. I, I enjoy someone that uh, that stretches out over a long period of time where we get a lot to enjoy from it. Um, what? How, how long did he train to do the tightrope walking? Was it eight months he trained to actually walk across the tightrope just for one bit? Yep. See, like that attention to detail is insanity. Eight months for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that comedy is going into that space now though, instead of like really low hanging uh really low hanging fruit like uh you guys remember punked? Yeah. Now compare anything Nathan Fielder does to punked. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, just, it's like preschool compared to that. Totally. Yeah, like that that might almost be how I would describe Nathan Fielder's show is like if you were to take Punked and run it through a college education, yeah, you might get really expand on that idea. Yeah, you might you might get further down the line on that, but no, um, rehearsal was tight. We got good media lately from Prey. Uh, we've had a bunch of we've had good stuff coming out. I think we still have a few more movies to get us uh carried through the lull of the death of the summer what are you doing with the death of your summer what are you doing what's going on been cooking a little bit been going out skateboarding a little bit um spend a lot of time out in the yard and yeah no vacations because we're all poor and it's just irresponsible to take a vacation right now in my opinion with my finance currently it's crazy when you see people right now online like taking big trips places. Yeah, it's out of the country nuts. and shit. It's like, oh, damn. It's kind of nuts. But, you know, more power to them, I guess. If you got it, go for it. But, you know, uh, I'm still trying to make it like OTP North to go get some like donuts that I like. That's like <laughs> as far as I can focus on. Yeah, right it's now. a real tight wound summer. It's a real struggle summer. Yeah, it, feel, it feels like one that didn't fully like fire off fully. It never really got going, but I am embracing the fact that it's over uh, and that we're going into the fall. I'm ready for that, for sure. I don't know. We still got the rest of August. Heat-wise, yes, but I'm talking about like in terms of when they start to pitch seasonal entertainment. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, or, I like we're now, mean. everything we're going into from now. Football's around the corner, son. Football, like all the horror movies, yep, all that's going to be pushed. Did you please tell me you saw the trailer for uh, Glorious? 
I don't believe I did. What's oh, that about? Oh my God! I know those. Um, I know we're audio only right now. Hobbs has stepped off uh, off for just a moment to check on the pork butt that he's been cooking. I'm waiting to tell you about Glorious until he gets back. That's why he couldn't come down, folks. He had a he had a pork butt to attend to. He had a pork butt. That boy had to do a pulled pork butt. Yeah, which well, is really a pork shoulder. We're just dummies and call it a pork butt. Well, you know, he. I appreciate and respect the process, but. Yeah, basically, uh, there is a movie coming out. It might be A24. It might be. It might not be. So, like, I don't know. Maybe correct me on that. Maybe not. It's called Glorious, and it's about a haunted glory hole. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. J.K. Simmons plays the ghost in the glory hole. Oh, man. What a cool concept. Yeah. Yeah. Glorious, too. What a great title. So what, what ends up happening, like, the, the way the trailer sets it up is this guy who's, I think, a single dad that's, like, kind of not a great dude that's, like, getting hammered in public and stuff. He ends up in a public park and just totally sloshed. So he goes into the public bathroom, and then, like, he can't get out. He's trapped in there. And then there's a glory hole with, like, crazy paintings around it that looks like a demon. And then oh, man, he starts great. getting talked to through the glory hole from the demon. <laughs> and the and like it starts to get very trippy and psychedelic and like yeah you guys I wonder need- if it all takes place in the in the yeah it does in yeah. the stall in the bat in the truck side okay you know, you know you know that movie phone booth it's kind of similar to that where it's <laughs> yes, just yes like i do know one that one setting <laughs> yeah. that was the that was Pete Colin Farrell before everyone was like all right enough's enough it really was yeah i went and saw that in theaters that's how young i was i was like actually excited about that really cuz i was into skateboarding and it was the first major production i had seen that you with the extensive use of the death lens fisheye the quintessential lens that you put on the camera for skateboarding and the and the spinning 360 cam yep <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that they one. They did actually. that a lot in they that did. movie. So, um, uh, for those, I know that those of you that are listening right now can't see, Hobbs has very joyfully moved back from his location. <laughs> very joyfully. In position. He looks happy. <laughs> I take it that this pork butt is. You see going how just fast fine. that boy ran up the stairs? It's Ooh. looking good. It's looking good, guys. It's barked up, it's been wrapped. All the TLC for that baby. Now, Hobbs, did you overhear anything about the Haunted Glory Hole? I heard a little bit about that as you guys were talking about it. I wanted to join in the conversation. I'm sorry I was away. (laughs) It's okay. Are you going to see Glorious? Are you going to see the movie about the Haunted Glory Hole? I think I have to. I'm definitely not going to pay for it. But, uh, you know, as soon as as I can get my hands on that for free, we're going to make that happen. Amazon Prime does a pretty good job of putting the most recent A24 on their catalog for free to kind of stoke the fire. I believe in that production company. I like most of what they put out. Everything I've seen from them has been pretty on point. They have, I would say, I think like 60% of what they do, I would say, is passable. Look at They have a couple others that are coming down the pipeline now. No? They have, a, like I said, a couple more coming down the pipeline where everything looks right. It has the right feel. But when you look in the fine details at someone's first film, and then when you rewatch elements of it, you're like, oh, little little tacky. I'll tell you specifically which ones. Uh, but anyways, let me tell you about Glorious. Uh, Glorious is coming out. 
July 21st. So it came out so July 30. Yeah, I'm it came out July 21st. Right <laughs> yeah. It's pretty wild. I'm going to probably check it out uh, in the upcoming week or so. Um, but no, I'll tell you the A24 movie in question now that I'm like... Because I'm, I'm like not afraid to talk shit on a company when they have a lot of hype and they start to push stuff out that's not at the quality filter, but people are just... Yeah, Pearl. Is that the one where the the the, the family adopts the sheep girl? Um, Pearl is the one. It's like the girl that wants to be a beauty star, and she oh, okay. starts killing everybody. And like, like again, the premise of it is good. It's how it's executed when you see it. They went. Someone went too hard in the art school department. Way too hard on it. Hereditary, Saint Maud, Lighthouse, Uncut Gems. Like they put out some bangers. That's but yeah, I mean I guess the stuff that goes under the radar might be questionable. This so. one's coming out. They're trying to push it. It's oh, like the next okay. one. And when you A and B it to all the movies you just mentioned, <clears throat> you would go, This does not belong. Gotcha. So that's right, folks. I'm shitting on Pearl in advance. Pearl. Yeah. Again. It's two on the nose. But anyways, moving past entertainment. Hobbs, what are you doing in the death rattle of summer, man? What are you doing with the end of your summer? Well, basically just cooking. I mean, you guys, you know me. I'm, you know, a video game guy, so I'm playing a lot of video games. Um, pretty much cooking, though, like, is, like, occupying most of my free time because, obviously, I've been trying to get a lot better at cooking to get the food truck idea. You guys know about the food truck idea. We're going to get that started. I don't think they do. Days. Well, you guys know. I mean, if the fans don't know, the yeah, juggernauts yeah. don't know. But I will, you know, I'll, I'll make it clear. Tell them, man. You know, I'm, Tell I'll it make to it them. clear. I'm not afraid. I'll say it right now. I'm looking to start a food truck at some point. <laughs> We're going to get this. Uh, Hobbs wants to do wings, wing food truck. And I had an idea to call it Genius Meats. Mm. And we show up in lab coats. That way, like if we're among other food truck, food truck entrepreneurs, we'll stand out. Yeah, we we'll need have something lab to coats stand and wings, kind of like the sp- Chris Benoit splat video homage. Wings I think I got a, I got a guerrilla marketing campaign for you, dude. What's up? Lay it on me. Let's let's get your food ready, and then let's uh, let's wrap it in packaging, and uh, where we can contain the temperature so it'll be fresh, and then we'll wrap it in brown paper bag. And then we'll wrap it in string, both directions, like a big cross, like kind of a bow thing. We'll take part of an alarm clock face with some of the wires hanging out, right? Bomb wings. We'll make it look like a bomb wings. And what we'll do is we'll leave these in major locations around town, kind of a hype campaign. And then when the bomb squad comes in, they get a a tasty little treat for their service. Exactly. It's free (laughs) PR. I love this. Bomb wings. What do you think? Bomb Wings also yeah. a great title for a business. Could be a great title for a business too. Yeah, like it. I like the imagery. I like everything about it. Needed graphic design. You can bring this bomb on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I definitely encourage the food truck idea. Uh, you're pretty good. You're pretty good with the food. So I think you just keep going. You you make what move feels natural at what time. And you remember that if you make your food in a suspicious package that could look like a bomb, that's going to be the biggest story on the news that day. I hear it. I love it. I see that idea. I want to capitalize on it. And I'm not going to give you any credit when it sells. 
Atta no. boy. Atta boy. No. No. <laughs> well, I, that's how I have, I want to avoid the close eye of inspection. Because you'll you will have to sit down in a room and they're going to go, who put you up to this? And you're going to have to not tell them that you do a podcast called Piss Jug. They won't look that up on their own. <laughs> the juggernaut. Yeah, a guy who handle a guy who handles my food regularly has a podcast called Piss Jug. That's right. Speaking of cooking food. That's when they start taking this more seriously is when they hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> I started my job back cooking again. Whoa. Okay, well, uh, let me give a little context to the, the juggernauts here. Brother Brown knows his way around the kitchen. Uh, he can cook, and he did it. As long as I've known him, he, is, he has been a cook, and it wasn't until COVID that you had to take a step away from the, the uh, kitchen professionally for yeah, a minute about a two-year break well, welcome but back but i'm back in the thing and i have a really funny story about one of my co-workers let's fucking let's go. go server walks in it's like 10 30 he's eating this beautiful bagel garlic bagel uh cream cheese and chive and he's mm. explaining to me where he got it and he's saying this to it's the decab farmer's market and i was like oh cool is it you know, is it someone from a different part of the part of the world making this? He was like, yeah, bro, it's a bunch of New York cats, and they fly in the water from New York, and that's what makes the bagel so good. And he's just going on and on and on about the bagel. And this little Mexican guy named Abe is just making peaches, just flying, very quiet. You know, we, I introduced myself earlier in the morning, but he didn't really say much past that. He gets so fed up with this guy capping about the water. And he's like, it's not the fucking water, man. <laughs> And I was like, hey, my man, easy, easy. What's up? What's up? And he's like, I, I fucking won multiple competitions in Vegas. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's not the fucking water, man. Shut the fuck up about the water, man. That's not what the fuck it is. And I was like, God damn. So I'm thinking he's like, okay, he maybe worked in a bagel shop. No, this dude ran his own bagel shop in New York City. Legit. Oh, Wait, Legit. S- s- side question, side question. What does he do in the kitchen? He just makes pizzas. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's something with dough. He has to be so, doing that. So the, what I want to dig into, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to task you going back into work this week, did he have a fall from Bagel Grace that okay. led him to the pizza? Yep, here we go. Oh, Within owning his own bagel shop, the landlord had somehow written into the contract that if he were to up and sell the place where he was using the spot to make his bagels, he only had to give him a 20% buyout. So this guy is 200 grand, you know, in the first year of the business, you're supposed to be in the red, but as long as you're working towards getting out of the red, like you're doing well for a restaurant. So the first year he's, you know, he's made a lot of money back, but he's still 200,000 in the hole. Dude pulls the sheet out from under him, sells it. He gets 20 grand. So he's like 180 grand in debt, has to leave New York, come down. So, like, I'm waiting on this guy to be like, the bagels fucking ruined my life. But, like, it never happened. But I, I could just, like, tell, like, that's exactly what he was going through. So when this guy came through eating a bagel, talking about New York water, oh. it really sent him over yeah. the edge, dude. It was, it was funny as hell to watch. Oh my God, this guy was on edge. So, wait, I want to yeah, know, did, bro. did he, like, respond? Like, did he, did this culminate all in, like, one big explosion? Or was it, like... He was getting a little more pissed off as it went, a little more, a little more. Exactly, little more. exactly. So yep. he was dropping little, he was dropping little, little pissed off. <laughs> like, I'm pissed yeah, off exactly. Nuggets <laughs> along the way. Yeah. And then he kind of blew the, his top. 
What's the worst freak out you guys have had a coworker do? Oh, man. Oh, I had a guy threaten arson. Whoa. I had a guy threaten to burn the building down. And then later on in life, he actually burnt down one of his other places of business that fired him. But luckily not the one I worked at. One of of the crazier things I witnessed, uh, I worked retail for a long time. And at one point, I used to work for uh, American Apparel. I worked for that company in several cities, actually. And when I worked for them in Atlanta, I worked in their Buckhead location. And I had a coworker who was always like really well dressed. He was like this really like polite, nice guy. Everything seemed normal. And then one day, these three women came in that I guess they they slighted him in some way, but I didn't see that part. I just look up, and I see him peeling his clothes off, like talking under his breath, like you motherfucker. And he peels his shirt off, and dude has like five different Hatchet Man Juggalo tattoos. Oh shit! He was like a hardcore juggalo and um he was like about to attack three women he had to be removed from the premises he was never allowed back at work and he would like sometimes sneak back and we would have to like call security or the police to have him removed because like sneak back for what just to hang out he would just lurk and just stare at people (laughs) damn yeah it was pretty nuts how many how many uh houses with no furniture do you think he stood up inside of smoking cigarettes till 5 a.m I think that's all he's known. Yeah. <laughs> Lurk. But that's my experience lurking. from a juggalo house. No furniture, everybody standing in the kitchen smoking cigarettes. That was I think that was my craziest uh coworker explosion. But one I've got one other explosion story here. It's good. Hobbs knows this one. Uh he knows roughly of this because uh spoiler, Hobbs and I went to the same high school. We went to high school north of Atlanta and we went to high school north of Atlanta in the time period where Apple computers were uh, the color Apple computers, but they had like the different color casing. So you have oh, like, yeah. teal and purple and orange. Well, uh, our high school's nurse's office had one of those computers in it, and it was teal. And I remember one day I uh, <laughs> I saw the police were at the school, and I guess what had happened is someone had a freak out in the nurse's office. And you would think it was like a pro wrestler had gone in there because like the table was flipped upside down, shit was thrown everywhere, and they had completely smashed one of those Apple computers to bits when they were Ooh. brand new. Damn. That is a piece of gear that's very smashable. Like you want to open it up and see what's inside of that <laughs> bubble. Yes. Isn't that the computer that they used in Zoolander? <laughs> exactly. That's yeah, the, that's inside. that's my reference too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like banging on it like primates. Back to Taffy, if I was in the kitchen and he walked back and threw one of his tantrums where he's throwing food everywhere, I would push him. I would for sure push him. He's pretty or old. Or try to burn him. I don't give a shit. He's pretty What do old. I got to lose? Sue me for what? What do I got? I mean, it's You going to take my car that's not paid off? It's Go a, ahead. Well, no, it's a... It's a it, well, that's the thing is it's a major production company with budget. So if you were to attack him... It'd be a problem. I was, okay, I'd throw the food back at him then. How about that? You Make him get, a little messy. Dude, if he came back and just wrecked a kitchen. But like, the, the thing is, that's, wait, here's the difference. You don't work at any establishment that's anywhere near as shitty as any of the businesses that he goes in. I just feel for the people that work there, man. I don't, they're, 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 sh- they're shitty people. They're in a weird spot. They're, they're, they're <laughs> shitty people that were dumb enough to mail in a tape to a show called Bar Rescue. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's what they, If you put yourself on the chopping block, you you should expect him to come in and throw food up. everywhere. Yeah. Pony up. If he's gonna pour ninety grand into your business to he, reconstruct it, he can throw some nachos that's around. What I'm saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just saying, man, if I was one of the cooks there, like that would be a boiling point for me where I would do something stupid. There, there's been people that have tried. And then what happens is there's like three security dudes that are off camera that very quickly become present. Very quickly. They had one guy that was like an ex-Marine that tried to like rush Taffy Daddy. And they're like, no, that's not happening. We got three dudes here. You the want footage to cuts and then it cuts back to him and he's like crying with a black eye, like making making fish. Well, they, they had to back the episode that I'm mentioning. They had to back away from it because the guy had legit assault charges that were like pending. Damn. And he had, he had assaulted his own employees. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. He like uh, he threw Roy someone rage. through a window. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So one Taffy Daddy met his match that day. They walked out. They, oh, didn't, they okay. didn't finish his bar. When they found out that he had an assault record, they're like, yeah, we're not going to put money into your bar because like, you're probably going to do something. <laughs> and sure enough, he did. That place is called um, O-Face. Oh. The bar is called O-Face. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you get the office space reference. That's literally yeah. what they named their bar after. Yeah. Can I get a side of the O-Rings? Yeah, man. <laughs> well, shitty coworkers, shitty bosses... It's 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 par for the course on all the all the food shows. Most of the people on there are that way. But uh, before we start to wrap up and get out of here, anything else you guys want to uh, send off here on this? That we're getting to the end of the summer. We got a few more episodes that technically are summer before it's straight up fall. Uh, we will go ahead and ruin it now. I'll ruin it for everyone. There's a piss jug field trip planned in the month of September. Oh yeah, we got to okay. get out and about. We're going to uh, we're going to Fright Fest. Mm. We're gonna do a Six Flags Fright Fest, and uh, I might be puke. could be some puke involved. It's gonna be so scary. So it'll be very scary. But no, Piss Jug is about to be doing some outings here soon. Uh, yeah, for this week, pretty much, uh, uh, Brother Brown and I have two more weeks left in our stream season for Curio Lab, and then we have a little bit of a break before we get back into doing that. And uh, Chris Benoit working on some new material. Um, you know, I'm working on some new monochrome stuff, working on Curio Lab stuff. We're just pretty much working, keeping our heads down because summer hasn't been that big of a deal. Yeah. Everyone's poor, but. At least we're blessed to have the uh, gear to keep us inside and keep us entertained and keep keep work flowing. Because imagine if we had to rent studios every time we wanted to go work on something. Wouldn't be able to. No, it'd be impossible with, no. the, with the income situation and how much that shit costs. So thankful we can do all this shit from home. No, definitely. There's Especially the... this podcast. Catch my yeah, new one baby. by myself <laughs> called Shit Bucket. <laughs> shit Bucket by myself. It's going to premiere on um, OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, people are going to think it's a scat podcast. Exactly. They'll want to click on it. Well, you, you're going to have to deliver a scat the podcast. Yeah, a scat <laughs> podcast. A scat cast. <laughs> Talking about, I've got, Pod a new, scat. I've got a new scat cast coming out. Well, um, yeah, man, we will be back again next week with another episode. Um, Pray definitely redeem the shitty uh, tone that had been set from She-Hulk, but it's okay. She-Hulk has a whole season to bring the tone back down and keep stinking it up. Are you going to actually give it a chance? I'll find the worst of the worst, man, because, like, Welcome to Plathville is now done, so I have to wait for another season of Welcome to Plathville to come out. Uh, for those that don't know, I mine all kinds of TV, good, bad, garbage, and different. I watch a lot of stuff, and uh, I'm always mining for more stuff here 
to get into in the piss jug. And for next week, I do have something a little bit special prepared. Uh, we're going to do an in-depth concert review. I would like to, if you guys would be down, we need to do an in-depth concert review because uh, we I spoke about it in the first episode, and I got to correct myself. Bruce Willis is a goddamn savage on the harmonica. He kills it. We need to listen to uh, and react to the concert footage of everyone cocaine through the gills My God. from Return of the Bruno Live. That guitar player, <laughs> serious jaw movement activity. Just chattering at a point. Yeah. <laughs> so catch us on the next episode. We are going to do a review of Return of the Bruno Live. And we did have a request from a listener to please review the most recent. It came out a couple years ago, but we are to listen to and review the most recent Bam Margera album. Oh, Bam Margera God. makes music as well. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Guys, it's really bad. So. All this. I can't wait. <laughs> so uh, catch us next week on the fourth ever episode of Piss Jug. We'll be doing a little bit of music reviews. Uh, if you have any Yeah, pissers, if you have any ideas, I mean, if it follows the basic model of how Rock of Love and Flavor of Love and Surreal Life, if it follows that model, Chrome's going to be a huge fan, and yep. he will pay it. He will play, He will pay close attention and make sure to give an honest review because that's the type of stuff that like he really gravitates towards. So anything that's got that sort of model, man, send it in. We will give it a give it a good review. I'd like to spend the time in the trash TV because honestly, it's the the further we get along, it's the only real honest TV. You Reality TV, dude. Some of it because you take people that have no business or skills or talent or any kind related to the entertainment industry, and you put the camera on them, and you just go. Yep. And uh, Brett Michaels' Rock of Love, I do think, and uh, maybe when it comes time for February, maybe we do some, uh, we revisit that, and maybe gigolos at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, y'all, we're going to get ready to get on out of here. Catch us next week, episode four of Piss Jug. You guys want to sign off? Yeah, watch more movies. Everybody watch more movies. Watch the movies. Say. Catch you guys next time. Watch more movies. Bye. Bye.